Welcome to the Fab and Flawed Podcast. I'm Jen of Genro Coaching, and I'm a certified life coach. My goal is to help you find the thoughts that are holding you back and access the thoughts that will move you forward. Let's go. Hey, everyone. It's Jen. Um, Today, I want to talk to you about uh, judgment. Now, I'm going to be really honest with you and really vulnerable with you. I had a really shitty week. And um, I've always shared my journey, my ups and downs. And it's funny because sometimes it's kind of like um, hard to share that stuff. I mean, it's hard to share in general, but especially when you are trying to set yourself up as a life coach and someone who has been studying this stuff. And all of a sudden you have a week and every tool that you've ever learned in your life over the course of your coaching certification uh, history has gone right out the window. So I had one of those weeks and I really toyed with the idea of sharing it because, you know, it got pretty ugly. So, um, but I think it's important to share. And I will tell you what I'm learning is that it doesn't matter how great of a coach you are. It doesn't matter how many tools you have in your toolbox. There's still always something to learn. There's places to grow. And we're at the end of the day, only human and our human brains will do what human brains do. And they will go back to some real asshole thinking once in a while. So anyway, so let's let's start this off. So as uh, many of you guys might know, and I've mentioned this in this podcast before, I'm on a weight loss journey and it's been pretty slow and <laughs> steady. I mean, it's been it was steady for a while and then it stalled and then it was like going up a little bit, going down a little bit, you know, that that whole play with a couple of pounds kind of dance. And it's been a little bit frustrating, but I do take really good notes on my weight loss. I know where my struggles are. I know where I could, you know, be leveling up as far as sleep and water and some other habits. So it's not unreasonable. Um, and that's fine. I'm learning how to eat and live and, you know, do what I want to do for the rest of my life. So that's okay. I'm okay with that. But this past week, um, I was talking to someone in one of my accountability groups, and they weigh daily. And it struck me that, oh, maybe that would be really good for, for me. And I've heard this from a few people who get on a scale every day, and the fluctuations really don't bother them. In fact, it keeps their heads on a little bit more normal, because it's just seeing the ups and downs day to day doesn't really uh, mess with their head. It just kind of keeps them um, really in tune with their body and whatever works for them. So I was like, this is a great idea. I'm going to try this. Well, the weekend was fine. I had some good walking. I was doing pretty well. I was, you know, planning my food the way I like to eat it. And then on Saturday night, I decided to order some Chinese food. Now, that's my favorite thing to eat when I feel like having something that's a little bit like not the um, the most healthiest food in, in the world. But I had it on my plan. I planned that I was going to have some Chinese food. I'm practicing eating only when I'm hungry and stopping at enough. So it wasn't really a problem. The problem came in the next morning when I got on the scale and the scale had jumped four pounds. Now, I have clients who are losing weight and I coach them all the time. Like, you know, listen, Chinese foods are certain foods that are going to make the weight look like it's gone up on a scale. I did not eat, you know, whatever 3,600 times four is, you know, 15,000 calories or whatever it would take to gain, you know, four pounds overnight. But yet my very primitive brain went right to panic and right to like, what the fuck mode, right? So even though I know better, I coach people on this, uh, I know all of the 
I know it all when it comes to weight loss, pretty much. So like the all the rules of the scale and all of that bullshit. I freaked out. And I was like, all right. And then I, I calmed myself down like any good coach would do. I sat down my journal and I got out of my head and I talked myself off the ledge. It's just four pounds. It's fine. Come Monday morning. I'm up 4.5, uh, four and a half pounds now. What the fuck? So again, my brain went down this spiraling path. Um, and then sometime along the day on um, Monday, I got some bad news about something I wanted to, you know, that I was going for in my life personally, and I didn't get it. So between the scale drama all day in my head, like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm almost five pounds. And I didn't get this thing I wanted to get. I said, well, fuck it. My brain went right to fucking mode and I was pouring myself a martini on a Monday night before I knew what was hitting me. Now, I do love to drink and I do plan drinking and have a protocol for drinking. However, I did not have a protocol or a plan for Monday night, but I just my brain went right to like, I don't give a shit. It's fine. I'll just have one. All of the excuses came up. And even though I'm a coach. And I know better. I would sit there and I would normally like, okay, that's this is just an urge. I'd go through the process. I just didn't want to, right? So I drank. I went on the scale the next day. Guess what? It was up another half a pound, probably from the alcohol. So this is how the week was going. So by Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, the whole rest of the week was just kind of fuck it eating and fuck it drinking. And what probably was a temporary like a little bit of blip and water weight from Chinese food became a real four or five pounds by way in on Friday because I let my brain get out of control with all the things. Now, the problem is not even the drinking or the overeating or any of that. Where the problem comes in was the judgment Every step of the way, even in fact, a second ago in this podcast, I said, I know, I know better. I should have been, I should have on myself all week. I judged myself all week. And sometimes when you're a coach and you quote unquote, know better, the judgment's even worse because you know why you're doing it. You know, all the reasons behind and the psychology behind, you know how not to do it, but yet your brain is going to fucking mode anyway. So now you really are judging yourself on top of judging yourself. So it's not just bad enough that I decided to have a drink or decide to eat a cookie or whatever the hell I did. But now I'm judging myself for not being smart enough to get myself out of it when I know what to do, if that makes any sense. So here's the thing. So all week I was like, you know, trying to like, you know, I still never give up. This is the one thing about me. I will never give up. I will never give up. I will give in. I will lose some battles, but I refuse to win the uh, lose the war and I will keep going. So anyway, so I was judging myself and I was, um, you know, talking to myself like an asshole. I was doing all of those things that I quote unquote know better not to do. Right. So the judgment this week for me was number one, the story of the scale. Okay. Let myself just go downhill very quickly on the scale. Number two, I was really uh, disappointed by something that I didn't get that I wanted. And number three, I started to realize that every time I walked by a mirror, I was like looking at my wrinkles and judging, you know, like I don't like the way my eyelids are starting to droop and just like being really like negative about how I look. Um, I got coached by my coach earlier today and she made a really good point of saying that, you know, you're judging yourself on all of this and this is what the problem is and then she's like well did you you know do some journaling I was like yes 
she goes, okay, so what did your journal say about the scale? And I pretty much, you know, journaled about how I shouldn't be worried about the scale or I shouldn't, I should know better what to not do with the scale. And then she was like, well, dig deeper. So she was like, what does that scale mean? And I was like, well, it means I'm just never going to lose weight, right? And that's what I've been journaling on. Oh, I'm never going to lose weight. You see, I'm, you know, whatever. Like, and, and, and getting that shit out, but I didn't dig deep enough because the thing is, is it's not about the scale. It's not about never losing weight. What do, so you have to start to ask yourself questions. So if you're doing this, right, and you are like pissed off at the scale, number one, you have to like remove yourself from being pissed off about the scale going up and ask yourself, why am I mad that the scale has gone up? So when I start to journal on this, I said, I'm, I am making the scale go up mean that I will never lose my weight. And then I have to ask myself, well, what does that mean? What does it mean if I think to myself, I will never lose weight, right? Because I could stop there and journal on that thought, but it's deeper than that, right? So what do I make it mean when I think to myself that I will not lose weight? That I make mean I will always be fat, right? Now, some people are fine being overweight. Some people don't put this kind of pressure on themselves to look a certain way. That's a whole nother subject and something else I probably have to work on, right? Well, because the problem with this thought of I will always be too fat, I have to now ask myself, what does I, what does it make it mean about me if I'm worried about being too fat? And pretty much it comes down to, well, if I'm too fat, I'm will not be attractive. I'm totally unattractive. If I think I'm unattractive, what's the root there? It it leads down to I'm unlovable. So aha. So very interesting to me. So the the problem wasn't getting on the scale in the four pounds or the two pounds or the 17 pounds. The problem with getting on that scale and not losing weight comes all the way down to this thought that I had in the back of my brain someplace, untapped, unnoticed, and so deep I didn't know existed. I am unlovable. Now, do I really believe I'm unlovable? No, I, I certainly don't. I think I'm very lovable, as a matter of fact. But if you keep the shit in your brain subconsciously, it's going to just get stuck there and you're not going to, and then you're going to go back to judging yourself. And your brain is not going to want to come down to this thought of I am unlovable because that's some real shit you have to work through, right? It's so much easier to just worry about being pissed at yourself because you ate a cookie, right? But it's not about the cookie and it's not about the alcohol. And even if you think it's about something like, well, I'm afraid of being always too fat. It's like digging deep, digging deep, digging deep. I am unlovable. That's a that is a that's a fucked up thought to have in your head. And that is a tough thought to have to work through. So your brain will want to protect you from ever realizing that thought by having you judge yourself about what the scale says. So. I found that really interesting, you know, and then also the same thing with, you know, some of the other things going through my mind, right? I'm thinking to myself, Ugh, I hate my wrinkles, right? What do I make wrinkles mean? I make that mean, oh, I must look old. What do I make I look old mean? It means I'm unattractive. And if I think I'm unattractive, what do I make that mean? Well, that means I won't um, attract true love, which is really ironic to me because first of all you know this is an untrue story like I have definitely you know been going out on dates and talking to guys I I have not I've had no problem you know meeting people nobody has said you're unattractive at least not to my face um but 
that's aside from the point. Like it doesn't really even matter because it doesn't matter what other people think. It's really what I think. And the truest self-love you can have is loving yourself. So basically when I'm making wrinkles mean I look old and unattractive and I don't have true love, I'm not truly loving myself. And that's the work. So in this case, like I have to get down to a, a level of working on self-love. So now I know what to work on. It's not about getting some face cream or some Botox, which I'm not opposed to either. Listen, anything that's going to make you feel better. But the point is, is this, my work here is on self-love. Just like with the scale, it, my work there was definitely, um, you know, recognizing that I was thinking that I was unlovable, which is kind of very similar, but in a little bit different. I feel like I can do some really good work on both of these thoughts. Now, when it came to the job thing that I was really hoping to get, you know, I think I meant, meant made that mean that they just didn't like me, right? And when I make it mean they don't like me, what what do I think? Well, I start to think I'm not good enough. If I think I'm not good enough, then I start to think, then I have to go deeper there. And then what do I make that mean? I make that mean I'm just never going to reach my goals. Now, when I think I'm never going to reach my goals, that means I have complete self-doubt and a lack of confidence. So now it's not about not getting the job. The job is here nor there, whatever, right? It's all about now I have to work on my own self-esteem and confidence, right? Because if I have a really good self-esteem and I, I'm, you know, strong and confident, it doesn't really matter if somebody else rejects me, whether it's a relationship, a job or anything in between, because I believe in myself. So again, like it wasn't ever about the job. It wasn't ever about the drinking or the scale or whatever. It's about these real core issues. And when you you know, get off path and you're doing stuff and you're mad about the stuff, take a break, take a, take a pause because it's about really using this opportunity as a, a reason to dig. So my coach gave me some really interesting, uh, you know, advice about this. She said she wanted me to kind of look at all of the activities I did this week and do this work. And that's, this is what I'm sharing with you. And it was really eye-opening. So the, the point here is we have to stop getting so stuck on the action, right? The over drinking isn't the problem. The overeating or what, over whatever is not the problem. It's, it's a symptom of something, right? And then to make it worse, we usually throw some good old fashioned judgment on top of it. We start to should on ourselves. We shouldn't be doing this. And why can't I just get it together? And I'm such a fuck up. Okay. So that just compounds everything. We've, we've still not really gone to the core issue of what, going on and then we don't get to our why right so something really interesting came to mind before when I was you know kind of working on the idea for this podcast is that you know what you can't fix something when you don't know it's broke right so if you're <laughs> if you're not doing this digging in this deeper questioning of why 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 and then what and what does that mean? And what do I make that mean? And what do I make that mean? <laughs> if you're not going to those really deep levels, then you're not fixing the right thing, right? Like, for example, like, think about it. like, you have weeds in the backyard, right? You can mow them over with a lawnmower, right? And you think it's fixed. Weed's gone, you don't see it for a little bit. But unless you pull out that root, that weed's coming right back. And I kind of feel like that's how this is too. Like I, I could keep mowing over and, and, and journal about how, oh, the scale's not going to affect me. But until I really drill down to why the scale affects me and why I am worried about being fat and why I 
think I'm going to be unlovable in some way because of, you know, some fat on my ass, you know, like I'm not going to get any better. Like those roots aren't going to go away. So that's why this digging is so important. And I really looking back on this week as like a, a gift. And again, this was something my coach said to me is to make this um, week super neutral and to almost take this week as an experiment, like almost like I did it on purpose so I could dig and and find some of these things. And, you know, having the opportunity to do that from a non-judgmental place after being coached has been super eye-opening for me. And the last thing she said, and this is really an interesting um, process, is she wants you to always look at like, a you know, your judgment brain, like the judgment brain that's going to kick yourself in the ass for not going to the gym or the judgment brain that's going to like say, you know, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you drinking? Or why are you having that cookie? And giving that judgment voice in your head a name. And she, you know, maybe your judgment voice in your head, maybe her name is Karen, right? Karen comes along and she's like, you should know better. You shouldn't be drinking a martini on Monday night. You should blah, 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 whatever she's bitching at you about, right? It's kind of looking at that voice, that judgment voice and saying, listen, Karen, and I apologize to all the Karens out there. I love the name Karen. It's just for lack of a better name right now. But listen, Karen. Thanks for coming by. We're not judging ourselves right now. We're having the martini. And now I want to find out why. So you say you you show Karen the door and then you name a private investigator in your head, right? Because what we want to do when we have these moments where we're, we're not on path, we're not doing the things we want to do or, or the things that are going to serve our ultimate goals. We want to not be judgy. We want to be super curious about it. So now... In your brain, you're going to become curious and it kind of helps to have a visual for some people. And so my coach was telling me like she names her um, judging voice and she names her like investigative voice. So say your investigative voice is Nancy Drew. So you've shown the voice of negativity and judgment, Karen, out the door. Now you invite Nancy Drew in and you're like, okay, Nancy, let's get to work. Just like any investigator on a crime scene or any place else. They're looking for clues. They're 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 interviewing subjects. They're you know looking under the the pillows and under the mattress and any place else in between. They want to get evidence, right? So when you are inviting your investigative part of your brain in, and I'm going to call mine Nancy, for, <laughs> you know, you're you're helping your brain figure out what these roots are, right? So you can rip them out by the root and you can really tackle the core issues because when we're just judging the actions on the surface, we're never really going to get down to what the big, bigger issues are and what's driving these actions, right? Because as we know, and as we talk about the thoughts are what create, your thoughts create your feelings and your feelings create your actions, your actions create your results. So if you're not getting the results you want, or you're taking actions that are like out of alignment with what you want to do, I really do believe this is the way I go is going in super, you know, taking out the judgment and being really aware of what you do. I wasn't even aware of how judgy I was. I mean, I was getting coached and she was like, you, you hear all the judging. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. And I record my coaching session. So I was able to look back and see it. And it was it's it's super fascinating. Anyway, um, I hope you got something out of this. I hope that you'll stop being so judgmental when things aren't going 
right if the scale goes up or you whatever it is. And, you know, stop being so judgy and start being investigative because this is where I think our work is. And I think we can all get to our goals, really, if we can really start to like just be really aware of what's driving these actions. Um, but in any case, I hope you guys have a great week. If you want to learn more about working with me, visit generalcoaching.com. Find me on Instagram at uh, Genro Coaching, and I hope to uh, talk to you again soon. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to my show so you'll never miss an episode. Apple users' reviews are always appreciated. And for more information on coaching, events, or just to say hi, please visit me at my website at genrocoaching.com. <laughs>